The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this Sunday. This is about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Oh, guns up. Get up, up y'all. Why did that take you so long? Is there that big of a lag today? I feel like that took a long time. There's a delay. God, we gotta get rid of I that. said it right when you said it, but there's a delay. Oh, well, welcome to Failure to Stop Night Shift. This is the number one podcast where police meets society and culture. You have stumbled in to our Tuesday night night shift show. Every Monday, we're live with he Big Daddy and uh, Mike the Cop bringing you all the police-related news. On Tuesdays, we have Night Shift with the beautiful and audacious Andrea up late. Every Thursday, last call, all the news, all the other things in the news that you need to know about so that you don't sound like an asshole first responder to your civilian friends. It gives you something else to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. And of course, Friday, our flagship breakdown show with myself, Mike the Cop, uh, and Drew Breezy. Got a lot of stuff coming after the holiday, throughout the holiday. Lots of Christmas special things going on. But tonight, it's all about true crime. It's all about murder and mayhem. Tonight's show is brought to you by Manscaped 4.0. Promo code Wolfpack and also ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Sleep so good, it's scary. Woo. Andrea, what's going on tonight, girl? Yo, yo. I always um, called you baby girl. Nothing. Like that's what real rednecks in the South <laughs> They go, what's going on, baby girl? <laughs> that's when you call me uh, Tina. Tina? Hey, hey, pumpkin tits. Come on over here real quick. Tell daddy what's going on today. That's how Southern men talk. Actually, not Southern men. Southern I think rednecks. we've... Yeah. I think we've had entire evenings where that's what... That where I was called Tina by you. Yeah, the whole night. Like when, whenever I get super drunk, for those of you who are just listening, uh, yeah. and when Andrea gets drunk with me, I start to call her by her redneck name, which is Tina, because she acts like Tina. She grabs like lotuses off the ground. She like tries to kiss them. She like goes full fucking Tennessee. And so, you know, I give her a name deserving of such behavior. What can you say? It's Tina. So. And then I talk like uh, I talk like a Carl all night. Tina, yeah. put the damn bug down, Tina. I yeah. done told you. Get put daddy the bug down. Room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, yeah, nothing's going on too much over here. Just same old, same old, trying to kind of come off of Thanksgiving and switch gears into Christmas. Um, work and kids and all the good stuff. I know you know what that's like. But uh, yeah, so we super fun thing. We'll talk about it again later, but uh, difficult to look at pictures. Uh, Jonathan, if I may release his government name, uh, his government name is uh, drawn up some amazing um, uh, some mock-ups. What do you call them for different designs for different things? So we're going to introduce. We talked about it, I think, a little bit last week when Drew was on here with us. Uh, uh, some koozies, some coffee mugs, trying to kind of throw it out there, do some different stuff. The like the old school crew neck sweatshirts are back. So we'll do some hoodies, but maybe some crew neck sweatshirts too. T-shirts, baseball tees, all sorts of good stuff. But he's got nice. some awesome designs for us. For so that. we're just getting it over to the... Yeah. yeah. We'll be ready for the new year when we relaunch the Failure to Stop 5.0. So 
it'll all be over there and you guys can uh, jump on that merch. I know I'm going to, I'm ready. I'm ready, man. We've got new logo design stuff coming out. We've got new shows coming out. We've got more sh- different structuring going on stickers. Uh, Failure to stop 4.0 2023 is just going to be so killer. And I'm super excited. And it's just going to be even gorier, even grosser, uh, worser, which is my favorite word. And um, man, this broken broken arm really makes it hard to do things with this microphone. So yes, welcome back. By the way, thank you. You know, it was a tragic incident. I lived through it. I learned from it, Um, and and I'm a better person. Frankly, I'm a hero. Really, Um, just overcoming massive diversity, teaching my wife and kids uh, what it's like to be the family member of somebody who only has one arm. So, you know, they tie my shoes, wipe my ass, um, all the things. Help me up, help me down, put my socks on, take my socks off. And I really just wanted to show them what it's like to be the parent of a, of a real disabled person. So show them what kind mm-hmm. of Helen Keller's okay. mom, mom went through. And Helen Keller was just Right. It's very similar. Very similar to my. Uh, my so uh, It's basically the same. So last week, some people were asking why we didn't have videos since you you video and document everything that happens at the skate park while yeah. we don't have a video of this. And I told them that the actual answer to that is because this didn't happen at the skate park, guys. Um, you guys spoke and I listened and I'm not taking it anymore. You know, he got mouthy one more time. Um, we didn't film it. We felt like it would be bad for the brand, mm-hmm. bad for the show. Uh, but it's handled. So just know that it's handled, all right? Yeah, we support uh, we support domestic violence here on Fair to Stop. We're all for it as long as it's the woman beating the man's ass. We're hundred percent in. Yep, Tina. Tina got a little bit drunk, uh, and I caught her pumpkin tits one too many times, and uh, she broke Daddy's arm. She broke daddy's arm. Yeah. Matter of fact, she stopped calling me daddy after that. Uh, but we're, it's a clean slate me, now. She calls me Mr. Tansy, even when I'm drunk. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think people think? Because like we've done this in like Harris Theater and we've done it at bars, countless bars. I don't know. Like we've done that. The last time we were at Harris places. Theater together. The last time we were at Harris Theater together, we were buying stuff for the show. It was for the meetup. Yes. Yeah. And he told we the lady, the, the cashier, lot. the sweet cashier, the sweet cashier behind the uh, at the register. What did you tell her that we it was going to be a separate order because while we are still married, we are separated, and so are our finances. <laughs> I think. Yes, that's what I said. I don't. It was something like that. <laughs> it was something. It was something. It's always something. Mm-hmm. It's always something. It was something like I was that. like, I remember the okay, cheese aisle being like, Tina, no, not that cheese. That's the one that makes me gassy. And this little black girl was like, <laughs> she was like laughing. And she was like looking at me. And uh, I was like, uh, Tina, just no, get the Gouda. Get, no, the other one makes my farts stink. And the, <laughs> the, the little girl was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, It's true. What are these white if anyone- people fucking doing? If anyone wants to know what it's like to hang out with uh, Eric in person, you you know already. This is yeah. <laughs> you already know. Yep. There's no surprise. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. 
Cheese, that, so, the other cheese that you picked out, that uh, Irish hard cheese, it makes me gassy. I don't like it. Sorry. That's what you know. You should know better. Apologize. Well, so tonight, y'all, we're going to talk uh, about the very uh, in-your-face, all-over-the-media currently case uh, that's super, super tragic uh, from Idaho, from uh, Moscow, Idaho. Uh, at the, It was about four University of Idaho students who were murdered about right at three weeks ago. It was on November 13th. Uh, and they live in a house. Does this have anything to do with uh, Brittany Griner? Wasn't Not she arrested same. in Moscow? Right. Yep. Nope. But no cigar. Um, so this has really made headlines because when it first happened, of course, it's so heinous and just so big and tragic. Keep in mind, this city has not had um, a murder in, I believe, almost seven years. So this isn't, this is very out of the norm for them, very atypical, very sweet town. They live just right off, uh, not far from the campus of the University of Idaho. And as most, you know, college kids do, these were all upperclassmen, so juniors and seniors. Uh, so the victims, I'll go on and say their names. It was three girls that lived there in the home and one of the girl's boyfriends. <clears throat> so it was Ethan Chapin, who was 20. This is, if you're, if you're taking a look, we have a picture up right now. Ethan's all the way over on the left. He's the only male. He's 20 years old. That's his girlfriend, Zana Carnodal. She's 20. Uh, and then moving on, we have Kaylee Goncalves, who's 21 and Madison Mogan, who is 21 as well. And so let me just say Madison and Kaylee. Madison and Kaylee look just like Sarah Haland. Like could literally they be her do. sister. That's just the yeah, I think that that's definitely the look for the college girls right now. That's what they're kind of what they're now doing. They all look um they're all like her. She's on that pitch perfect, that new pitch perfect folks. movie. Yeah, they're really good looking. Yeah, Golly. and you know they are, they are, and you know, there's been nothing to be said um in terms of like behavior no high risk behavior uh they were all good kids doing well in school uh just all the stuff so now kaylee and madison the two that were in the picture over uh together on the right side were best friends and had been since early childhood since they were little girls so these kids had all known each other for quite some time uh they were all ethan was dating Zana and spending the night so uh Here's what with this case. It, there's multiple podcasts, articles, uh, uh, breaking news stories. They'll say constantly there's nothing new. There, nothing's breaking. Uh, news articles since it happened just because it is so heinous and it happened so fast. Or it happened so um, just out of the blue there, particularly in that town. But this is one where definitely all the like internet sleuths and um, whatever, you know, everyone's like, but there was this guy and you can spend an hours and hours and hours under these ideas that people have and they're going with it and it sounds reasonable and it's been debunked a lot of these things have been debunked a lot of the times so we really only have a handful of facts so we're going to kind of go over that and then just talk about all the what ifs really um because we don't know the a lot and here the, we run uh, in tr the true crime community is that these these true crime podcasters like ourselves I, granted we have some law enforcement experience but I think it's funny that they have these theories, but they don't understand that they're theories and they get very angry when anybody sure. tries to question their theory. 
And then they get these like super internet battles that are hilarious to me because at the end of the day, guys, everybody's just fucking speculating and making bad jokes while they do it. That's what true crime podcasts are all about these days. Yeah. Um, yeah, and 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 no one we we just we know what authorities have told us, and then we're gonna get in a little bit to one of the uh, uh, real quick. Yeah, so Imperial Girl just said if you're listening, she said, "Okay, I honest, I honestly think it's a serial killer." <clears throat> this is like something out of the killer across the table, Mind Hunter, or Journey into Darkness, uh, potentially. And so that's what I was gonna say at the beginning of this. Authorities pretty quickly said that they felt like this was a targeted attack, and that it was um. Um, that it was targeted and then it, and that it was personal and they've kind of walked that back. Uh, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was the mayor who mentioned the word personal, which I feel like someone stepped outside of their lane, <clears throat> the mayor, by saying like something like that in a press conference. And so since the suspect or the killer was not apprehended immediately and now three weeks have gone by, now the town is on high alert. So authorities now on top of... Uh, trying to handle this case and, and get it get on in front of it all that is consistent everyone saying things like oh i think there was a flashlight shining in my bedroom or i was at the dry cleaners and there was a spot on the wall that looked like blood so everyone is on such high alert that now they're fielding left and right just all these calls because the town is terrified um and so that's kind of where we're at uh that sets the stage a little bit so back on november 12th just three weeks ago we have think two and two, the two girls Kaylee and Madison were hanging out together on the night of the 12th and then Zana and her boyfriend Ethan these are all the four victims were doing their own thing so Kaylee and Madison we have um that's the two on the right if you're looking we do have some footage of them like at a food truck pretty late at night there had been a game a football game that day they were all kind of hanging out going to different they were all in sororities and fraternities they were all going to kind of different houses, different gatherings, parties, whatnot, partying on the street, go to this food truck. There was a man who th- those two girls, Kaylee and Madison, met at the food truck who offered to give them a ride back. He has been cleared of anything. The authority, he was at all um, involved in this whatsoever. So we know that they got back um, to the place a little bit later on in the evening then that's it. So as far as we know, they go back and they go to bed. We're going to talk a little bit about the house and kind of the architecture there because it's a little interesting. Now, with Zana and her boyfriend, Ethan, we don't know as much. There's like a four to five hour span that we don't really know where they were. So we know that they were at a frat party from like eight to nine ish, but they don't get back home until 145. And no one has been able to track down yet where they were from nine or 9.30 until when they got home at 1.40. Um, who's to say if it's going to be relevant to the case, but it's something we just don't know. I mean, they could have been, uh, who knows, who knows. So they all get back to the house. They all go to bed. Um, and we know nothing else until 11, I think 58, the next day when 911 is called by the two remaining roommates. So this house has three levels. But when they talk about it, they talk about like level one, two, and three. It's more like if you picture almost like a walkout basement. Like, so this is on like a train, like a hillside, like a a mountainside, so to speak. So 
with the different levels of the home, you're getting like the different slope of the hill. So like on the bottom floor, you can kind of pull your cars around, but also they're calling that level one, which you, like I said, almost could call it like a basement level. So then if you were to pull up the road or up the side of the hill a little bit, you could also still walk into what's called level two. It's not like your typical two stories of a home. Level two would also be, you could walk onto that porch and walk in a sliding glass door. And then, um, and then there's a level three. So it's more like a basement, ground level, second level, but they're calling it one, two, and three. And we're going to talk about why that's important. So the two remaining roommates, the two that were not murdered in this, were down on level one. Uh, and then on level two were Zana and Ethan. Uh, of course, they're a couple. They were spending the night together, so they were in the same bed on level two. And then above them... <clears throat> Uh, uh, yeah. So then above them is uh, level three, which is Madison and Kaylee. Now, this is important because they each had their own bedroom. They were sleeping in the same bed. Uh, this is not unheard of. Girls, they've been out drinking. They're having fun. Also, Kaylee was set to move out. So there's some speculation that maybe her room was a wreck. She might have had all her clothes and shoes on her bed. So that's why she was in Madison's room. Um. And this is important when we talk about this potentially being a targeted case, why, why that's important in a little while. But uh, so that's kind of the architecture, the layout of the home. So they all kind of come in at different hours of the night. Uh, it, the autopsies have shown they believe the murders took place between three and four o'clock in the morning. So at 1158, I think it was the next day. Uh, the other two roommates have woken up at this point. They've all had kind of a long night. So they're kind of, you know, stumbling around out of bed. Some other friends have come over. Now, this is important. Authorities have not released who made the 911 call. There's speculations that it did come from one of the other roommates' phones. Um, it's neither here nor there in the sense that they've not implicated. It. In fact, they will go so far to say that they don't consider anyone else, the other two roommates or any one of the friends that were there at the moment um, to be implicated in the crime. So why would they not they release not, who dialed 911? I don't know. That's super strange. Like who gives a fuck? Well, I think, and we're going to talk about this, but I think that we're, there's two things. One, this is not, again, this is a town that has not had a murder in seven years. This is not something they're actively doing, right? So that there's that. Maybe they're being overly cautious because they don't quite whatever, you know, maybe whatever. Also, it I, we talk about this every week, I feel like now, but there are just things that we don't know, right? There are things that they don't tell us. So they can say, we're not implicating right. any of them in the crime and still say, but I'm going to go on and keep this one close to me and not. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I mean you know, we would maybe. say that all the time. It's like, oh, we, we don't really have any suspects at this time. But then you're like, yeah, motherfucker, we got like three suspects. Well, we that's what that I mean. Out. And so it's not for, right, exactly. And um, it's not it's not for us to know. So so that's, you know, the information I give you is what they've given us. But I think right, we know right, better right. a lot of times in the sense that we can see through what potentially is the case. So they've not released who did it, but they, at the you know, on the other side of their tongue will say that they're not concerned that it was anyone there. Now, okay. Um, and we'll go over that a little bit too, like how probable or not that could be that it was someone there. So mm -hmm. 
they call who, whomever it is, one of the roommates or one of their friends calls 911 at, you know, the next morning before noon. And they say that they think their friend um, is unconscious. So there's speculation on this too. Why would they say unconscious? Because we're going to talk about the manner in which these people died and you would quickly know that that was not the case unless there were locked doors. If they had locked doors and they couldn't get in and now mm. they know that all their friends are home drunk late from a party maybe. I don't know. Right. Now Zana and Ethan might have a couple. I don't know why Madison and Kaylee would have locked their doors but all of this is speculation at this point. So authorities get there to do welfare check and find all four uh, murdered. They had all been stabbed. Oh. Um, gruesomely, gruesomely stabbed. All in it's, no, they were, it torso and up. So were they all four? You said they all four were in the same room. Did I miss? I missed that. No, 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 no. Yeah. So you have um, the two so girls sleeping the together layer. in one room, right? And then the so other the two, one. So, the, so there's. Right, so there's the bottom layer with the two survivors that were not affected by this. Then you have right. level two, and that's where the the couple, the boy and girl, were sleeping in one bed. And then okay. there's the level above them right. where the two girls were sleeping in one bed. Yeah. Okay. So there were two dead on level two and two dead on level three. And they find them so all at I've the got same a time. very... Yeah, yeah. I mean, they when they came in to see, I've got a very, for anybody who wonders... Uh, a really super scientific layout of I basically am an engineer and here's my blueprints. We can tell from your awesome you tattoos. Like, is that an engineering so, tattoo? I see a new tattoo there. Okay, thank you. That's the house layout. You like that? 1A, 1B, 2A, kitchen, 2B, 3A, oh 3B. <laughs> if you're driving in your car, blow your fucking brains out right now because that's and that's my research. Oh. <laughs> oh, so they knock that's on the important. door i have a question though um yeah. who who called so we don't know who called does the person right. who called like does 911 know who called yeah authorities know who called. okay authorities know. no okay, i think they know and they're just not telling so, us so they go to like one room and so i'm assuming both rooms must be locked and they don't know that, that anybody's dead so they ask for right. a welfare check so the cops right. come over there, do a welfare check. They do a bunch of knocking, a bunch of shouting, ask if anybody's got a key to the room, probably call the landlord, I would assume, to get a key. Maybe. Unless somebody has Maybe. a master key somewhere. But that's normally how a welfare check works as a police officer. That's how we did it. And then you would give ample commands very loudly, and then you would open the door, and then, well, bam, they're fucking dead. Once you find the first one's dead, you don't necessary uh, do they know that there's two doors locked at this point i would assume i would assume that the roommates that are living there have said my four friends like this door like and nobody's that, you opening know, like, their doors nobody's opening their doors that's wild i mean i don't know because i've I've had roommates and would just like uh, it would take me days to notice that they weren't there um I have, it'd probably take me over a day most but, of these um, are, these are all girls though these are all girls they're gonna be all right. in each other's business yeah sure sure um and so then they got to go and open up the other door, find that the other one's, you know, dead. And I'm, you said that they're stabbed. So, yeah. So they were all stabbed with what they're calling a fixed blade knife. Um, in fact, they will say that it's more of like a, um, um, 
like a K bar. It's almost like kind of like so a crime if, of passion. You know, like uh, so. Well, if you're a not lot familiar, of, with a lot of times when you get, when you get involved in like stabbings and shit like this, it's like like maybe right. like an ex or something. I don't know. Like right. usually it's somebody close. Like it's personal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's generally the that's generally the demographic there, right? But so this was what they call okay, this is oftentimes it doesn't have to be. You can go to any store and buy this. It's also associated with like a military issue type knife. It's gonna be um like a single a single edge knife. So it's gonna be um yeah, you got one back there. It's the dull on one side, it's gonna be generally yep, there it is right there. If you're looking yeah, that's a um military issue. So yeah, so a single edge blade is what uh, what the wounds indicate. Uh, so here's where things get a little little funny. So 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 authorities get there, they see that they've been and stabbed, and like I said, uh, all torso, chest, and up. So it's you know it's going to be a pretty bloody scene. Ooh. We've got two on one floor and two on another floor. Okay, so. We have a few questions. I saw someone ask, um, Hashcat said, how do they, uh, oh, how do they know it was K-Bar? I, I can't say that, they didn't say that it's for sure. They're saying reminiscent of, like they held that it was a single edged fixed blade and maybe they're looking at, it, right? Those are generally around the same, those around, what would you say, an inch and inch and a quarter wide, inch and a half wide blade. I mean, K-Bar is a pretty um, standard fucking, like, it's a standard, pretty fucking standard utility thick. knife. Like, I mean, yeah. you get them when you join yeah. the military, you know, you gift them. To, it's like, I don't know, like my son's, you could go to, you can go some, you could go. Yeah. I was going to say, you can just run to the store and grab something and knock off K-Bar. Maybe it's not that brand, but it, that's the same idea. Now, is, my, uh, is, is Moscow, Idaho, is that Northern Idaho? Don't Do ask know? me. It's where University of Idaho is. I'm just saying because like so Northern Jonathan, Idaho is are these like, your parts? Um, I know that like Idaho is like the last great frontier. And so a lot of people just think Idaho is this flat potato land. But I mean, Idaho has got like some real survivalistic, like Alaskan type qualities to it. Like sure. it's the last frontier on mainland America. A lot of people call it. So, you know, if it's Northern Alaska, it's probably, you know, every redneck, I guess you can have rednecks in the mountains of Idaho, but any mountain man in, Ohio, in Idaho is probably going to have a K bar or, or something similar to it, you know? Um, not an uncommon it's not an uncommon knife so no. if somebody got stabbed no. with it there's probably lots of other uh autopsies that you would you would look at and you'd be like oh this is a fucking i mean you know what a cake knife is by the time you've done a lot of autopsies you know what a cake knife versus a um you know k-bar yeah so um so authorities get there find the scene find what's happened uh, well, that's what I was going to touch on a second ago is that, um, hash also asked why the dog didn't alert anyone. There was a labradoodle named Murphy there on the scene at first. That was the question. And then later we've since learned that he was locked away in a whole different area of the house. Um, and depending on the dog, I've had a dog that if he was somewhere else on the other side of the house and old and fat, he wouldn't have, like, he wouldn't have been barking probably. I mean, he barked at nothing. So as long as you fed him, he's fine. He was fine. Yeah. Leave him so, but my thing here, another thing too, is like, you're, these are college sorority folks, frat folks. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, is, are we like assuming that they're fucking wasted coming home at one 30 in the morning? 
I mean, you could. They're coming home late. You know, who knows? They're coming home pretty late at night. I mean, I'm just saying you of might like, they sleep could. through all that shit. Like, oh, I'm yeah, it doesn't. Wax drunk. I'm yeah. not waking up because the dog's barking. Yeah, exactly. You could you could sleep through the dog barking, or you could be the two that survive that are on the bottom level and sleep through the people above you. So that's why I made that super realistic rendering of their home layout that I just showed you all, because on so we're gonna and let's face it, they're fucking college kids, so they're all on Ambien because they can't fucking sleep because of all the stress of college life. Is that what so. they do? Yeah, they put the little fucking ear things in and the little noise reducers and the ambient. I'm telling you, these kids are insane these days with all this bullshit. They can't do anything without some kind of a medication. Now I'm judging I'm going on a rant. It might not have been the case here. But like, yeah. man, it's like every college kid I run into was like, you know, they can't sleep without ambient. They can't study without weed. They can't get by without six cups of Starbucks. It's like, man, you know, there was a time when nobody needed any of that shit to get through their day. Hmm. I always oh, sorry, is, that you? Is, that, is that you, Andrea? <laughs> She's like, no, just, coffee. I always needed coffee. Just describe my life. I wake up with six <laughs> cups of coffee. I do my weeds. I do my <laughs> marijuanas in the afternoons. And I do my <laughs> ambience to go to sleep. Ew, Fuck no, you, Eric. No, but you're also that. 55. So, like, you're allowed. It's you're true. at the age where you can be doing that shit. I have my pill organizer. <laughs> <laughs> days of the week my i bet you do week. too i bet you fucking do i bet you do i bet it's in your bathroom <laughs> it's on that I shower don't. ledge that tile shower ledge of yours don't i Sitting don't right up there i do not but so what i was gonna speak on is there's um so we're just going to call it level one, two, and three. Okay. Level one is where the surviving roommates were sleeping. And so one A and one B are going to be their bedroom locations. That's important. One A was under what we're going to call two A. Okay. And then there was a kitchen that separated two A and two B. It's almost like two B was an add-on, like an add-on uh, bedroom. It kind of didn't flow with the rest of the home, threw it on at the end. So the two roommates are in one A and one B. The two, uh, Ethan and Xana, are in room 2A. Now, 1B falls underneath. I know this sounds weird. I had to kind of write it. That's actually why I wrote it down because I, I was reading and listening about this myself and I had to kind of see it. But 1B is under the kitchen and 1A is under uh, 2A. And it just falls to that they easily could it would make sense that they may not have heard what was going on right on top of them. Sure. So then it would be the level three, level three, a and three B bedrooms. And the two girls were both in um, Madison's bed. And that's important because as time has gone on, they have finally said that they, they do again, think that it was targeted. Now the father of Kaylee, um, he's started to be pretty outspoken. He has gone on his own to hire or work with a private investigator. Oh, please tell me it's Jim Terry. I know that's not, well, I don't know. He hasn't said who it is. Um, but dad's getting, uh, is very outspoken and you know, and here's what, so we sit back and we talk about this stuff every week. And I think it's pretty obvious to us and a lot of our listeners that, we, we know that there are going to be a lot of things that authorities know that they are not telling the families. And we know that that's for sure a frustration for the families. 
but there's a reason for it. And it's for the betterment of the case. And we talk about it every single week. Now, that's one thing for us to say and think about every week. It's different when they're living their lives and out of the blue, their child is ripped away from them. And, um, and they want answers now. And so, um, Hashcats, do you want to elaborate on that? He said the dad is a suspect. Is it because he's been so outspoken? Um, so the dad didn't fucking stab his own daughter and everybody else in the room. Yeah. Um, so the dad basically has said, I was listening to an interview with him yesterday and he said, okay, the one thing, let me back up. What authorities have recently said is that Kaylee has significantly different wounds, not different from a different type of knife, but they were more gruesome and more brutal. Her attack was different. So mm -hmm. then when they say that someone was targeted, we're of course take, you know, your quick thought is going to be that Kaylee was the one targeted. Um, but that's all, that's all they've really said. They, they did. They didn't say that her wounds were different. They said that she was, that there was probably a target. The dad has come on to say that Kaylee's wounds were different and he is starting to get angry to the point where the mother's telling him to kind of like sh to calm it down, to just stop. And he said, well, I know it. He said, I paid for this. If everybody wants to get mad that it was leaked to me or that whatever. Um, okay. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Then I'm reading your comment hash. So he's saying, you know, I paid for this. I know, um, I know what I'm talking about. No one leaked this to me. This is because I paid for it on my own. If they don't want to talk, if law enforcement doesn't want to talk, then I'll talk. So, and I hate that because I want these people to have answers, but, you know, I, I hate to skirt around law enforcement in the moment and then start releasing information that they very likely are consciously not releasing. Um. But so that's what we do know that's a little bit different in the last few days than has been in the last three weeks, that Kaylee's injuries were significantly uh, different than the rest. Somebody in the chats mentioned that she had a stalker at one time. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, that's been debunked. Um, she used the word stalker, I think, flippantly, you know, and she said, I think I'm being stalked by these guys. And they followed up on it there. They looked back at security footage. She had gone to uh, a place of business and these two guys were there and they said that they go there to try to find girls and they went there and they talked to her in there. And I think they followed her out to her car. I think they were being creeps, but that's as far as it seems to have gone. And police have dismissed them um, in the case at all. Hmm. That's interesting. Now, I mean, do, do you think that uh, you, the, the thing that's off the wall here is why did they choose the two downstairs and the two upstairs and leave the other two out of it? Is it because they were all out together? They were not. So they weren't out together. The two mm. on the middle floor were out doing their thing and the two upstairs right. were out doing their thing. Now, another thing is, and this is what I wanted to speak on earlier. When we talk about Kaylee being in madison's bed and earlier i said there's a reason that's important is because now we're talking about kaylee's wounds were significantly different so if kaylee was the one that was a target she was in maddie's bed so like was maddie the target? kaylee was maddie it's hard to and these girls look very very similar 
Uh, right, like is it like an estranged boyfriend or something that thinks that they're right? She, so but they're then both. you would think that he would know that she's not in bedroom on the the, the middle floor. Well, he killed you know him. What I mean, like I mean, I'm thinking it's like you. What if you walk in, you see your girl uh, in with another dude, and it's in the middle of the night, and you're like, "Fuck you!" And you start stabbing. You're like, "Oh shit, this isn't my girl. This isn't my and you're guy." Just and go then he goes back upstairs, no. opens up the door, and he's like, "Oh shit, she's in bed with another." You know, and he starts stabbing, and it's just two chicks. Like I don't know. Right. So probably not yeah. a strange boyfriend because he would probably know where her room's at. And so speaking of boyfriend, they chose they... the four. Well, right. And, it's almost and like so... they didn't know who, who the target was or they were looking for the target. And they went to the middle well, and... room first. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. There is a delay, so I'm not trying to interrupt you. So they... When you look at this house, there's some woods that back up to it. So there's definitely opportunity to lie and wait or be a bit concealed. This isn't out in the boonies, there, but there's kind of different. Uh, they have a decent sized lot. So there's around like quarter to half acre lots all the way around. So, you know, these houses aren't on top of each other, but they're not isolated either. Right. There's a question. Um, um, okay. So doctor says there was no defensive wounds. There now correct me if I'm wrong but what I've seen is that autopsy results have said that some we hear some of the victims had defensive wounds uh, my assumption would be it would be the second person killed in each one of the beds I don't know but uh, <laughs> right. uh, call me crazy um, but call me crazy but probably hard to sleep not, through somebody getting whacked up next to side yeah, side yeah I mean unless somebody unless he's unless the throat was slit first to render someone unconscious immediately and then you get to work i mean i don't know how else you do that without waking some the next person up um okay um uh, so there was before a we go ladder. any further before we go any further yeah. santa baby it must be a holiday miracle because the sponsors today's show manscape are providing the tools your man needs to stuff all your stockings if you know what I mean. That's right. The, this holiday season, Manscaped has vowed to make sure your man's tree is standing tall with two presents underneath. Trust me, ladies, Santa's cookies aren't the only thing you're going to want to get your hands on this holiday season. Have him join the 7 million other sexy lumberjacks who use Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Promo code WOLFPACK. Oh, baby, is it cold outside? Ho, 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 ladies. Not your nice tis the season for your man to perform. And I'm not talking about gift giving. Listen, I'm, I'm a manscaper. I've been a man. I've been sponsored by Manscaped for like three years now. I was sponsored by Manscaped when I was with Drinking Bros. I'm sponsored on this show by them. I don't know what I would do without my lawn, my lawnmower 4.0. I, I mean, I think that Manscaped probably gets me laid an extra Four times every month. When you got clean junk, your girl's going to want to get with you. Manscaped's best-selling product is the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the top of every man's wish list this year. I love the whole package is phenomenal. Inside, you'll find their lawnmower body trimmer. That, that I dare say best trimmer on the market for his balls, back, chest. The list goes on. The weed whacker grabs your nose and your ears and all the things. Let's not forget the famous liquid formulations, the crop preserver, the little ball deodorant. So you don't smell like balls after the Christmas party, right? You know what I'm saying? 
Everybody gets a jibski or a handy J at the end of a Christmas party, but not if they got stinky jingle bells. You're getting a gift for yourself and for him because you are going to benefit, ladies, from his manscaping. Just like our other sponsor, Ghostbed. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You both get to enjoy it. All right. Go to manscaped.com. Yeah, use that promo code <laughs> Wolfpack. Tell them the Wolfpack sent you uh, 20% off right now. Free shipping at manscaped.com with promo code Wolfpack. Santa, forgive me. Sometimes it's okay to be on the naughty list. And I get a little bit carried away with these uh, these ads. And next up, we've got Ghostbed at ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Sleep so good, it's scary. Ghostbed was with us from the very beginning. Uh, huge supporter of veterans, first responders. Their beds are made in the good old. Help me out here. USA. 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 We absolutely love their beds. They have the cooling technology so that if you get hot, if you get hot in Idaho, you want to stay, stay cool. cool, sleep on a ghost bed. In this case, in this case, in particular, ghost bed is, is negative. But uh, in all the other cases around the world, a ghost bed is a perfectly amazing thing that helps you get the sleep that you need. Right now, they're offering 40% off. You can get the adjustable base. You get 30 or you can get 30% off uh, of everything else. You can bundle your package. So if you want it all, I want it all. I, I want, want it all. all. And I want no, it there. No. I like their cooling sheets and their cooling pillows. You can get the best bang for your buck. Right now, they're offering 0% down, 0% finance. And that's if you have... Dr. Schlisslick's credits because he's a dentist, not a real doctor. <laughs> Just kidding. I have no idea who that guy is oh, in the chat, dentist? but I've enjoyed what he's had to say so far. Uh, go over to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. It's another one of those gifts that just keeps on giving, baby. Back to you. Back to you, Tina. I know you were on um, pain medication last week during our show for your shoulder or for your arm, mm -hmm. but I don't know if you heard my golden bed ad, but it basically went like this. Oh, They're right. made in the USA. Yep. They have an adjustable base and yep. they have sheets and stuff. Oh, that's a real good. That's a real good ad read. I'm sure we sold a lot of ghost beds for a company that truly supports us more than anybody on earth who literally pays our salaries. And um, I said it really kindly you though. You should have said sincere. like my ghost bed and I'll show you my tits. <laughs> That's it. End of ad read. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Get your ghost bed today and I'll show you my tits. People start like returning beds they bought six months ago. <laughs> they want to see them danglers dangle, baby. People be Watch like, them hit the I floor. Can I return this? I feel gross having it. <laughs> um, so we know that FBI and state police are assisting local police in this. Uh, Let's see here. What have we maybe not touched on? So there was a uh, a small ladder propped up to the second floor there. There's been talk of potentially someone using a tree to get to the third level. There's a sliding door there that could have gotten into. Um, there was no forced entry. So I should have said that uh, ages ago but there's no no forced entry uh which to me doesn't mean a whole lot it doesn't even necessarily mean that you knew them i think they could have just been negligent and locking their stuff um i mean yeah and that's again that's there's so many like i said if you go down there the speculation has run rampant on this one but 
that's it. Like those are the facts, and uh, it's horrible. It's it's bad. The dad yeah, is. I mean, I, mean, I think there's gonna be that one parent that's comfortable in front of the camera, or you know what I mean. That's like um, the out loud parent. I don't think that that implicates him in anything at this point. I think he's just, you know, until we know otherwise. I think he's just super, of course, upset, and as they all are. Um. So I mean, I, there's been you some. You one of my kids. Huh. I end your entire fucking bloodline. So. I don't know that I would be the most right. vicious parent, but I would be watching for every detail to come out. And as soon as I figured it out, I would try to get there before the cops did. And I'd make it heinous, dude. I'd do some real Viking shit. You know what I'm saying? Some real yeah. fucked up Viking shit. You know, like that whole like bird caging thing, like whatever mm -hmm. they call it. We talked about it one time in our execution episode. I'd do those mm -hmm. kinds of things. It'd make a movie about all the gross shit that I did. Yeah. I just don't um, – so there have been people who – there are other, like, college town massacres over the years, right? So people have compared it to the um, Gainesville Ripper. That's different it, – it, it's different in – like, his MO was different. So Gainesville Ripper was more uh, – like, he staged bodies. He killed, I think it was five five students over the course of four days or something like that back in 1990. He uh, he's since been executed for this, but he staged these bodies. He sexually assaulted them. We, there was no uh, no sexual assault on any of these victims. Um, Gainesville. I mean, it sounds like did. somebody was really fucking mad. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. makes you some really bad. Now, uh, hash cats. He can't get off of the saying off the wall things. I don't know what he said. So maybe I read what he said and I'll put my foot in my mouth here in just a second. But like, dude. I can't fathom, I can't fathom having my daughter murdered. And I, and, I, and I don't know what kind of hell I would cause this world if the sins of this world allowed for my daughter. Because one, I've, I would have raised my daughter by the time she's of age that I will know and trust that she makes good decisions and she's always doing the right thing. And so if society allows through its course of, you know, the degrading circumstances of this world that we live in, if it, if it comes to that and something like that happens to my daughter, I don't know the hell that I will bring upon this earth and to the people around it. I really don't. So I don't know what kind of off the wall shit this guy says, but like in my brain, I'm not even sure if I, if you would call me Tansy anymore after that. I would, I mean, I don't even know what kind of a monster I would turn into. I have no idea. But right. I would leave this world on that mountain, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'd, I'd be curious. I mean, the, the, all the stuff I heard from him was just, he's angry. So he's he's coming out with strong emotions and anger. Okay, so he's, he's saying there have been five similar cases of women killed by... Ooh. Man in black hoodie with big knife fall asleep the past two years in eastern Washington State and Idaho, oh. but police are not mentioning this um, because it wasn't in this town. And there is that. I've been reading on that some as well. Um, I, I think, were those not all women? I thought they were all women. Well, in this case, you only have one dude and three chicks, so... 
Maybe well, unless the dude was an accident, but that's what I'm saying. It's like maybe you know, for for what it looks like for me, and I mean, of course, I don't have any evidence, and I'm just doing the whole true crime thing, which is just speculating out of my ass. Um, but my own personal feelings on this is the dude didn't know the the guy didn't know whose room to go to, so he sees a room with a chick right. in it, assumes that's the chick he's looking for, gets to work, realizes nope, not her goes to the next one up ah here she is and she happens to be sleeping with another girl so i gotta kill the dope of them too but i mean he was well, there for her or she was there for her and especially probably oj to be honest with you well i was gonna say especially if he's been watching right this is a house full of five girls the guy doesn't live there so it's a house full of or excuse me um yeah, five girls. There is a sixth person who's on the lease who wasn't currently living there, and they've also been um, – they're they're not worried about them in terms of the case. Um, but, yeah, so five girls live there, so it could be, you know, he's not expecting a man, a young man to be there. It's a man, baby. It's a man. So that's kind of it. I'm happy to talk well, about that as long as you guys fucker. want to. But I, don't I mean, know. I hope oh, they goodness. catch you did it. I mean, like – Hope this isn't another one of those um, Delphi murder, you know, ordeals where we're going to wait five years to figure this shit out. But now they're saying there's definitely a fucking second person involved, which is what the PI said on our show that everybody hated. So there's that in the Delphi updates. What is this FedEx shit going on? Are we just doing a special video on that? Or wait, where did you say, anymore? where did you see that there's for sure a second person? Was that as of I mean, like it's not for ago? sure, but they're like definitely talking about that there might be a second person. Or indicators that there was a second person. I read like a whole article about it. Like maybe yesterday or day before yesterday. Yeah, there's still speculation there could be. I don't think that they're honing in tightly for sure. I think and there had to be, <laughs> frankly. You don't think this guy could have done it alone? I I don't know. I think I, I Okay. I, I mean, there's a lot of evidence. I mean, I think it could go both ways. I'm like 50-50 on it. But like I would not rule it out. Is what I'm saying. Like I definitely wouldn't. I'm not rule ruling out it out. Possibility. Like I think it's very probable that there could have been two people. Very probable. Very easy. Yeah. Like I think you're. I'm just certainly throwing darts at the dartboard at that point. I'm but for those of the not... people that are out there, they're like, "There's not two fucking people. He did it." Why would you say it with so much confidence? You have no idea. Like there's so much evidence there that you could sway both ways of there being two people versus one person. There's no way you could def def definitely say. And that's the problem I have with these true crime sleuths is that like it's all fun and games but they all go cut each other's throats or send each other it's like i get more nasty emails from other podcasters in the true crime genre than i do any fans because they're just like i can't believe you would say that there was you know blah blah they're definitely not and you're just like dude shut like come on like you, you don't know and i don't know but i'm very transparent about saying i don't fucking know and i was a cop for eight years and i worked i can't even tell you how many homicides i worked i it's gotta be probably I don't know, close to 80, 60 homicides, like 60 to 80 some homicides that I was directly, you know, involved with or, or working on, or that happened in, in my, my area. So, so I'm not, I'm definitely not um, discounting that it could be two people. I'm not saying that at right. all. Also, I want to say I've not yet, I've gotten weird messages i've not gotten hate mail from true crime podcasters oh, so yeah, just wait, i'm glad they're sending it to you yeah well they send it to failure to stop they don't send it oh, to okay. tansy okay 
which by the way, you have the login um, access to. You can help me knock down those messages any fucking time you want. Anytime. Yeah, I gave it to you. I gave it to Drew. I think even Jonathan Bates has got it. Not one of you motherfuckers has jumped on there. Okay. Um, but so on Delphi, we talked about this, and I don't know if your pain meds got the best of you last week by the end of the show or not. I know your phone My phone died, died yeah. and I died. Yes, literally. That's what I thought. So we did talk about this, and the biggest piece of information we got from that, well, I say the biggest piece, but what I think what kind of hit me the hardest in that was um, in the probable cause for the search warrant that was released, and that's what we spoke on last week at the end of the show, was that after all that time, we got the clip that said, down the hill, and then two years later, we got the clip that said, guys, down the hill, and we heard nothing else. What we've learned in that probable cause search warrant is that um, he says, guys, down the hill, and then you hear one of the girls saying, gun. Uh-huh. And that's all you hear, and then all they've told us is that the girls then proceed down the hill. Uh, they they follow his command. So he did use a gun to get them to comply, which is what I think we had spoken on and speculated about. So you have to have gotten them down the hill somehow. And so I think he brandished a weapon. Well, he did. So to speak on him being so low or with a partner, someone could have been waiting down there. But at this point, he has them. He has them together going down the hill with a gun on them. So um, anyway that was that either way i think that i was just having a hard time implicating one person one person who's already dead when we don't know anything else yet that was my only issue with that that last time mm. but i'm not saying that there can't be two people yeah, you know? I know i can't wait to see what that guy has to say about um case uh not casey anthony uh, john benet ramsey it's coming out with the whole john benet thing he yeah. was actually on court tv did you see him on court tv I don't. He was on Core TV, and he actually uh, he actually had two photographs from the crime scene of the clothing worn. Um, and so from Delphi, yeah, from Delphi, and um, has that, been, that is it something he, that's been released? Like that he should be shown? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's been released or not. He was on Core TV maybe yesterday. I sent you the link. Um, but essentially, they he knows for a fact through his whistleblower. Um, you know, that he speaks of is that uh, both girls were naked when they were found. Um, and they found their clothes upstream. They were south. The, the clothes were south of them, I believe. That was in yeah, the probable okay, cause search warrant. Right. Yeah, downstream, I guess. Um, but they did find the clothes and he has a picture. I guess he has four pictures. Um, and Court TV said that they weren't going to show the pictures out right now until they were validated. So take that, okay. with, you know, with what it is, but uh, he did pretty good. He, he was on there with like three other, three other people. I don't know if they were investigators or who they were, um, but it was a good, I mean, it was a good interview. And, uh, and I guess, you know, he has a lot to say about John Benet Ramsey's case too. I don't know. I'm just curious to know what he has to say about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that he at least waited till the probable cause search warrant was out before he at least um, went on there to talk about that, which is good. I would prefer that. Uh, because we did learn in that that their clothes were found separately from them. And that's something they hadn't disclosed to the public just, in, you know, until until we got that information. So then and then more currently, uh, horrible, horrible uh, case in Texas. What, two days ago where a seven year old girl was abducted mm. by their FedEx driver FedEx and her driver. body was found a few days later. Um 
it's but pretty that's the problem is that you can get a job and be the biggest piece of shit nowadays because everybody's fucking wanting to be inclusive and like you know accepting and, and blah blah, blah. And so everybody's, everybody's hiring like short. the biggest dirtbags and everybody's short you know it, it's, it's freaking it blows my mind the kind of people that are getting hired these days for certain jobs i'm just like what the fuck well they found her body um just a couple well, i guess they found her body a couple days ago it, whenever it happened they found her body just a couple days later um you know all signs point to she was probably murdered within an hour of being taken God. from her home and that just and it kills me i mean i always have when my kids were little like that you know don't talk to you know don't be in the driveway if we have different people but they're outside playing you go inside and these it's that time of year fedex and amazon and ups everybody's just in and out of all these driveways and and you often get used to the same one that comes to your house right like i mean i've left little treats out for i mean because you have the same one every yeah. year or you know on your route um it's horrible horrible but the guy who did it has actually been apprehended and confessed to the murder i mean there's not really a whole day about it uh he's he's <sighs> fully confessed and behind bars i think on like 1.5 million dollar bond or something really that's it i have a really good friend of mine uh-huh. uh, it's really sad got drunk uh last weekend and drove home and got in a got in a car accident and killed somebody uh very very sad um it was actually it happened the same day i broke my arm and uh Matter of fact, I I'm taking his mug shot and taping it to my speedometer because, I mean, the guy is salt of the earth, a good guy. He's not a party animal. Um, just a, you know, owns two side businesses. His wife owns a small business, and and just I mean, everybody in the community knows him, loves him. He's not known for that kind of behavior. Uh, it was small business weekend, and they were celebrating the small businesses, and I think he just had one too many. Um, and he drove home and he drifted left of center and hit a car head on at 8 40 PM. And, um, and it killed one of the, uh, it killed the driver and his wife's still in critical condition. Very sad, but they gave him a $1 million bond as well and charged him with second degree homicide. And I get that. I get that. But like, you think I would hope that this dude who kidnapped a seven year old and then yeah. fucking did whatever he did with her and killed her an hour later. I'm hoping that his bond is more than a million and a half i could be wrong i i read on that case quickly today while i was doing some other things i could be wrong on the on the bond amount um no i can tell you right now and i'm glad i got to tell uh, that story today not to be a debbie downer but please over the holidays guys jesus call a friend call an ex-girlfriend call a mom a dad a priest call somebody to come get your ass don't kill somebody on the holidays because you had too much eggnog or because you're too depressed because Sally Jesse right. left you or whatever the fucking circumstances is, man. Don't take somebody else's life because of your stupidity. Call fucking somebody, please. Cause this is, it's the saddest thing. I know his wife, I know his children and I, not a minute goes by that. I don't think about it every single day. I mean, today I even commented about how, uh, pretty the sky looked and i was like gosh man, kevin i don't want to say the guy's name but he's never gonna he's not gonna see the, that that sky for a very long time and it just breaks my heart and i, I wish you know i wish i could have been around to, to give him a ride but please learn from that and uh call somebody please don't call dead leg media he only has one fucking leg. Um, i would not get in a car with dead leg media i know he says it in the chat it's still not true him, you know call him up not gonna do that he Sorry, has to he still has to yeah, but one of them's like dead. He's supposed to. Okay. It's no, dead. it's nervous. It's, it's not. That was a fun pun on his leg. 
you i will choose i'll ride life, with him and i will ride with um uh, it the is by the way dropped us freaking ten dollars that's his love he, he keeps telling care. us to keep fighting and at first that sounded motivating and now i'm a little concerned uh it is a 1.5 million dollar bond by the way i just looked that up gosh dude that doesn't seem like enough man fuck that guy no it is enough let him bond out so i can fucking you know if it's my daughter, like let him bond out for five hundred bucks. Let him get out so I can have my peace with him. Yep. I just yeah. feel like that's not a lot of time, right? Money, yeah. Mm. What about you guys? Down. Somebody, can we interact with the chats? Is that weird for just our yeah, listeners? Fucking, it's Christmas season, dude. Go ahead, mind bender. Don't waste the electric. Use a wood chipper. While he wears his FedEx uniform. 100% dude. Like you know we all love that movie Castaway. All God is pumped up by FedEx. Uh, you know so. Put the dude in the wood chipper. And then we can all go watch Castaway right after. Or That's do the FedEx one. air. And just drop him out. On the same the island. The best part of Castaway. The best scene in Castaway is when he uses that ice skate. To knock that molar out. Oh, I, I got up and walked out this last time I watched it. Uh, uh, wood chipper says, for wood sure. Chipper. Teresa says, hey, guys. I hey, like Teresa. Hey, guys. Brittany, have you had that baby yet? Oh, God. We had we had somebody pregnant in here? Brittany. Who's Dimitri Litvusk? Feet first in the wood chipper, wood chipper and hold his hands to prolong the experience. Ugh. Gross. It'd be my luck that like he won't let go of my hands and then I get drug into the damn thing. Uh, no body, no crime. Murr 530 says, still don't know if Murr is a dude or a chick. Uh, Sillamander 2.0. I have a large backyard and shovels. This show just got fucking dark. Dark. You know, and I keep that thinking needs to be there's a movie, not. Right? Yeah, I keep thinking that there's not. Um... We're just thinking on top of the bigger Fucking you dark son of a bitch. Listen to this. I'd like to practice my tourniquets on the guy. Keep him alive for as long as possible while slicing pieces off. Oh, geez. I thought I was dark. You need Jesus, Clark. Goodness gracious. Uh, It's not the Christmas spirit. Um, y'all are coming out now. Um, yeah, but we don't, there's not really updates going on. Everything else is just kind of status quo, like Murdoch, his stuff kind of got pushed back for a minute. Um, who else we got? Del, or not Delphi, excuse me. Um, Dylan Rounds. Still nothing, nothing really on moving forward on that. Still? No, I, I mean, the last thing. On that. That well, I, I was think really there's some things. The last thing we heard, though, was that. We thought he spoke with grandmother last on the phone, the, right. like at 6 a.m. that the, the morning of his death and told her, you know, that there was like impending rain. And he needed to get right, the train right, track right. back into the right. And then we find out later they've let us know that, in fact, the last guy he spoke with was that um, uh, James Brenner, I believe his name is right. the one who they called. Uh, yeah, that they called a squatter, but lived on the uh, yeah. property there. So we actually talked to him after he talked to grandmother and Dylan's phone was found in the pond on the property. They didn't tell us that initially. Right. So there's a lot of things that are starting to trickle out. Oh, that, we've always that thought we, it was James Brenner. didn't know. I mean, we've always thought it's James Brenner. And James, is, is James still in custody? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he was a felon who they found a firearm on. So they were able to right. kind of hang him up on that. Yeah. 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 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Davey, uh, I'm Davey sorry. Hang on. This is very important. Okay. He, well, we this has been a problem for him. He found some brisket in Nashville, hole in the wall. Ed Lazy. Good job, Davey. I knew you had Dude, it. If you go to Nashville, you're not going to uh, Big Black Terry's. You're missing out. I don't think that's that what it's called. F- fucking or Terry Blacks. Sorry, yep. Terry Blacks. Um, <laughs> not Big Black Terry's. Terry Blacks. Best chicken. What is it? Nashville chicken? Is that what they call that? So here's what. Can I just that's can I get on a rant for a moment? Fucking let's go. It's Christmas. That's what you girls no, do. I Christmas. just I just yeah, Terry Black. Isn't that in Austin, Eric? Are you thinking of Austin? He says no, Terry Black's not in Nashville. Is, uh, is there a Terry, Terry Black's, Black's in, Nashville in Nashville too? Okay. I thought well, Terry Black's in Nashville was though where they have the Nashville chicken. No, Hattie B's is in Nashville. Oh, maybe Terry Black's. Terry Black's is barbecue, I think, and I think I it's in Austin. Okay. I will say that I grew up in that area, and that that was not a thing like hot chicken or I'm not saying hot chicken. It wasn't like Nashville hot chicken. Like none of that was. Nobody thought about it. That's this is um um uh, what am I what is the word I'm thinking? The hipsters and whatnot. Like I'm telling you, that whole um Hattie B's, it is fantastic. If you're there, go. It's fantastic. But it was a hole in the wall. And so good for them for doing so well. It still happened a hole in the was, wall, though. I just ate there. Mm, mm, mm. It's a hole in the wall that's become a tourist destination. So while you could go on your lunch break or at dinner to grab a little sandwich and not wait for two hours, you can't do oh. that now. So like the same people who turned PBR from a dollar beer somewhere to like a six dollar oh, something because yeah, it's cool assholes, has done this to the hot chicken. I'm telling you, Man, growing up there, you didn't. Someone else speak up. If someone knows, if someone knows if you're from there. You know, it wasn't a thing for years. That wasn't, and now it's all, you know, whatever. I know, I I, and somebody in the chat's already brought it up that we know that, uh, you know, it's a touchy subject for Andrea because, you know, it's the co- competitor's chicken. She, she works for Hooters. She says, Ethan's <laughs> Hooters chicken sandwiches are the best, you know. She's like, you know, fuck out of me. So man. gross. Got <laughs> Tina's got the best chicken over here at uh, Hooters in uh... Wilmington. Um, there, is a, there is a Hooters in Wilmington. I just learned. Yes. Uh, my kids we went to that skate contest and they were like, Hooters, Hooters. One drove by. I was like, You guys are insane. We're not going to yeah. fucking Hooters. We're not yeah. going to fucking Hooters. Uh, Usually, PBR like, is either. Piss. Fuck you, Jay Galtz. Fuck you and your grapes. PBR is America's beer. It's red, white, and blue. And I drink it every 4th of July. It goes perfect with hot dogs and chili and fireworks. And if you don't like it, that means you don't like America. If you don't like America, then fuck you. And Drew says meat is acceptable if you have a chalice. <laughs> chalice is something true story. that sounds like I wear in the bedchambers to woo my wife. Look, I'm going to show you guys. Can I show them? Hash cats? You're here? Russian? Sounds Jewish. We allowed to say that? Sounds Jewish? Is that racist now? No, you can say Jewish. What is the question? Oh my gosh. It says, how many Russians are here? Slava Rasi. Which I think um, was, which I think was was more of my Spanish accent than my. Where Russian. do you hail from, Eric? What do you mean? Where do I hail from? Your people. Who are your people? Ireland. My dad's Me too. Darby Tansy. Uh, Where in Ireland? Roscommon. 
I think I'm a terrorist. I'm from Belfast, I think. We know that you're a terrorist, to be honest with you. Um, Look, I talked to Jonathan and um, today, in fact, and he said this wasn't his favorite of all the ones he's drawn up, but it is my favorite. So we want to put this. Can y'all see that? Yeah, I like Night Shift's good night, y'all. But like, Guns Up, Giddy Up is still our slogan. Why wouldn't it just say we like, can or guns? We can up? I thought you said do some things for the Night Shift show? I know. So I, I, came just, up I don't know if I like. Shift. I love the logo. I love everything about it. I just don't know if I like Good Night, y'all. Mainly because I hate the word y'all. Well, then you don't have to buy that shirt. No, but I want that shirt because it's got the Vans logo, and I'm the skate. Dad. Well, then we can do one that says Guns Up, Giddy Up. We can you do both. Say guns up and giddy up. You can just say like giddy up or guns up or hooters. Okay. We can do one that does both, Eric. Just good night. Y'all sound so trashy. That's what sounds trashy. Have you been yeah. to any of our shows and the things yeah. that come out of your mouth? And that's the part that sounds trashy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what does it for you. That's what puts you over the top. All right. Oh Were you here for your own yeah. ad read earlier? I like that ad read. I worked hard on that one. Dude, I'm going to look so good on Christmas. My shave jingle balls. I'll send you a picture. I got a I'm going to do like a special special manscaping for Christmas. Basically, Drew said what ab created that pube. It's going to be like a snowman out of my pubes. So it's like a shave around all my pubes, but it just looks like a snowman. Uh, I think we're done. Fucking done, dude. Fuck this show. It's (laughs) over. Oh, man. For another night shift, hopefully I've kept you guys awake. Some people are like, why do you guys drag it on? You know why? Because first responders have a 12-hour shift, and they they want the entertainment to just go on and on and on. So when they get back from that domestic violence call, and they want to put their 45 in their mouth and blow their fucking brains out into the, into the uh, back of the, uh, the squad car, they don't have to do that because they can get a little laugh, a little cheer out of us. They look forward to this. We're basically preventing yes. law enforcement suicide every second. Every second that we talk, one less person commits suicide. That's a lot of that's people not, when you do the math. That's, I'm not I'm not putting that on us. Yeah. Every time we talk, hundreds of people don't kill themselves. Ooh, Davy Davy has idea. What about you shave a mullet? Into my pubes? Because I manscape nope. like pretty often. Nope. Oh, you're talking about like no, just, just give myself a mm-hmm. mullet? I do mm-hmm. I would do it 100%, but my wife said I would not get another bee jibber until it's fixed so she's like you want to do a mullet for one day two days three days however long you can go without a jibber um you know keep it but there will be no b-jibs um until uh until the mullet is gone so i I again am sorry i asked i can't go minutes without that you know that andrea you know i can't can't go without that for very long Who can? That's the perks of being married. Yeah. It was actually in our contract. I was a prenup. Contract? Did you get a contract drawn up when you got yeah, married? Like, uh, my prenup says that you have to give me B jibs every other day. Uh Mario Lopez. Damn. <laughs> Mario Lopez. 
Ten dollars, a hundred dollars. No, Jesus, a hundred dollars. Serious? All right, listen. If we get to a thousand dollars in super chats, we'll count that one hundred. We'll count that by Christmas, by the Christmas episode. I'll fucking shave them all up. It's gotta be a thousand bucks. I mean, ten of you. That means a hundred of you have got to drop ten bucks. So talk it out amongst yourselves. Uh, uh, Dave Slav says, is he still high? That's a great question. I'll For a thousand bucks, I'll shave my mullet and Andrea will show your collarbone. Yes. You can show your collarbone for a thousand? I'll do, I'm I feel like you doing can. it currently. No, we want no, mullet. Yes, that's a great idea. Well, guys, that was a great show. <laughs> well, we want cash. So... Win-win for everybody. My kids so want to go to Woodward. <laughs> she likes the cut of your chip. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. That was fun. $1,000. That was fun. That was a good if show. There is... True. You did good tonight. If there is... Um... Whenever we have more updates, I'll definitely put that up about this. But I think that... I hope, I hope that in the coming days we'll have some more get more information but um oh shit see, yeah like definitely button, hit the like fucks. button guys there's like 93 of you watching this thing live and we're not even fucking doing a show right now and you're still watching it like, we, I, like just, just hit the like, like button and we're hit the subscribe button and go to our instagram and follow we it won't and call you at stop. home we won't bother uh, you about your car just hit like might might do all those things if you're lucky i mean if you're listening to this they're the ones that want to talk to that person that's trying to get them on their student loans Hey, how are you doing? Just wanted to talk to you. Just how's your family? And they're like, we just want to know if we can help you out on your student loans. Well, you know, I just, you have any kids? Sometimes I just get so lonely in this house. Mer, oh. you can hit like without paying money. Yeah, Mer 530 doesn't cost any fucking money to hit the like button, you cheap fuck. Just, uh, just oh, and go leave us a review. Oh my gosh. Yes, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. For the love of everything that's holy, please yeah. go to iTunes. We have significantly dropped off on the iTunes charts because we quit promoting. We used to be on the iTunes charts like every fucking week. Um, but the iTunes charts weighs greatly on reviews. Yeah. So we stopped asking for reviews. We stopped getting reviews. And therefore, we started slowly dropping off the iTunes charts. Um, but January 1st, dude, we're all in on going back. Um, we're all going, we're all, we're going all back in on getting ourselves back on those charts. So we'll be making a lot of runs at the iTunes charts and, and just being better podcasters and, and with better equipment and all the other things. Um, so <laughs> Brian dude, Travis just gave $10, 110 bucks, 110 bucks, dude. Yeah. Slowly going. As soon as we get to a thousand on the mullet, however many shows it takes, I'll shave the mullet. Uh, <laughs> Salamander's calling out uh, Murr for not uh, hitting the like button. All right, guys. Hey, we love you guys, and uh, and and we just we appreciate you guys. Tomorrow, I'm going to be live um, for last call. It's going to be a hoot. Next week, I have Brandon Tatum's wife on, Corinne Tatum, a huge fan of her. Oh, we message back and forth quite a few times, uh, and I've just always been a fan of the shit that she puts out, her family values, um, and so that is going to be like one of the best. 
Christmas gifts ever is I've already been on an episode yes. with Brandon Tatum, which is a dream come true, but behind every great man is an even greater woman. And so, uh, you know, I'm excited to, uh, to be on there with her to talk about how she deals with, uh, with old B Tatum and what he's like in real yeah. life behind the scenes and what it's like raising kids in this crazy environment, being the, you know, super big influencers that they are. And uh, it's going to be great. Jonathan Com Center just sent me a dollar sixty nine. Does that mean I now owe you two hundred and sixty eight dollars instead of the two hundred and seventy dollars that I previously owed you for uh, back pay on some shit? Uh, just kidding. Everybody's getting paid, by the way, tomorrow. So, Elijah, producer, everybody. I just listen. I broke my arm. Fell a little bit behind on writing the checks, but uh, everything's out. Should, everybody should have in their accounts tomorrow. Uh, great episode, gang. Great job as always, Andre and Eric. Me. Um, Channing Tate yum alright Reginald alright I'm failing on that one I'm a, I'm a Channing Tatum guy guys until next time guns up giddy up <laughs> good night y'all good night y'all